buy my coffee, I have my notebook, and then I'm scanning the coffee shop, and all the tables are filled. But I saw one woman, and she was sitting at a table, and she didn't have a coffee cup, she didn't have like a muffin or anything. I feel like I deserve the table because I'm paying my ticket. And like she may have bought a coffee, but then she threw it out. And at which point, get the fuck out. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no? Did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Oops! The Podcast. Thank you to all of our loyal listeners and our ongoing listeners, as well as a lot of our new listeners. Uh, you might have picked up by now that this is not a show that you need to have listened to before in order to get it. <laughs> no, you can come. But we do encourage you, you to leave, listen to old ones. But we hope you stay. Correct. How are your energy levels these days? Um, Pretty good. I'll be honest. I woke up. I, I didn't get the best night's sleep the other night. And so I got a full eight, maybe eight and a half hours last night. Nice. And uh, some combination of getting a good amount of sleep as well as uh, something in my coffee that I had this morning just gave me the zoomies. Nice. We, uh, Victoria and I woke up this morning and she smelled something funny in the kitchen. And apparently one of us accidentally bumped into the oven and slightly oh, turned shit. the stove on. The stove was on while we were sleeping last night, That's... which is like... One of the worst things you could do. That is very bad. <laughs> that is a tale as old as time. What happens there? That is like one, like top five, top three worst things you could do before bed. <laughs> Turn the stove on and leave it on 100%. Yeah. So we woke up. It smelled funny. We opened up the windows and we were like, let's go to a coffee shop. And so I don't know if it was the chemicals. I don't know if it was the, the amount of sleep that I got or what was in my coffee or a combination <laughs> of the three. But I just had the absolute zoomies. And we, we kind of just hung out there for a little bit. And I got so hyper that we had to leave. <laughs> and because uh, they were they were playing. Well, dude, coffee shops in Brooklyn are the best because they'll play. They'll play Drake. They'll play Kendrick. They'll play J. Cole. And they had those three going back to back. I don't know what order. Sick. And uh, they started playing Passion Fruit, and I just started levitating. And I just was <laughs> somebody sneezed like across the room, and I was I was writing stuff down, and and I just like very loud. I was like, God bless you, and like Victoria was like, We have to go because like <laughs> I just was, and I was like, I know that was weird, but like what? It's fine. It's, I'm not hurting anybody. I said, God bless you, and so just super hyper all day today. I'm was super pumped that we were, happened to be recording today because yeah. sometimes you wake up feeling a little melancholy. And I woke up a little melancholy yesterday. We haven't had sun in like 5 days, dude. Bro, this city is just Sad. it rains and it's gloomy. If you if that's not for you, this is not the place for you. Mm -mm. I don't mind gloom, but over time it's like, dude, can we get some sun or something? Like yeah. is this like true detective? We're just living in darkness in Alaska. Yeah. Have you been watching that? No, but I, I get I get the vibe. Have you watched of any of saying. it? Have we, have, did no. we talk about this last we week? We talked about it when we were when I was heading out last week. I'm gonna give it a watch. I'm binging through The Last of Us right now, which okay. is only one season, so it's once really that's done, I'll give uh I'll give McConaughey my attention, which he deserves. Because so, I've heard True Detective is one of the best shows ever. It is, but each season's different. So like Anthology. Apparently there's some tie-in in this season from the first one or something, but like it's not significant enough that you need to watch in order. There's some tie-in that I'm not fully up on because the problem with these shows, man, is they come out every two years and especially if they're not related, there's no way to like be aware of that unless you're like the biggest fan. Mm -hmm. Now I've only watched True Detective season one once through, but there's people who are such big fans they watched it a million times. It's a classic. Season one's a classic. Season three's very good. Season two's bad. That's kind of what everybody thinks. Is I think. McConaughey in all three of no. the first three or just the first? I think Woody? he's just in season one. He maybe makes a cameo, but I'm pretty sure just season one. Is there a season that sucks? Season two. It, like significantly? It's, it's pretty bad, okay. in my opinion. And it's in, that's inter interesting you say that because these like anthology shows that are yet they're separate, but they kind of tie in together. I bet when you go into a new season after two years, they don't have the previously on... Right, yeah, which you don't is need a great it. aid when a show like Stranger Things comes out every agreed twenty four months. You need that, you need like, it. The recap. I will usually so watch like 
a 10 minute YouTube recap before I'll start the new stranger things just to like fully remember what the hell is going on. Cause I don't remember anything. It actually gives me a bit of anxiety that I spend so much time watching shit. And if like many years go by, like unless I've seen the thing like a dozen times, I don't remember at all. I'm like, why do I spend all this time watching stuff? Hmm. And the answer is it feels good in the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, Oh, that's fun. Like that feeling where you watch something and it gives you energy or it, like makes you inspired. Like that's a great feeling. Yeah. It's worth chasing. Yeah. But anyway, it's true detective. It takes place in like, you know, the Arctic Circle somewhere, some fictional place in Alaska um, where allegedly there can be darkness for 24 hours a day in certain places. I, we need to double check this because I had read that that's not always a real thing. And then my friend sent me a thing that was like, it is a real thing. And then I started reading the thing he sent me and it didn't really answer it definitively. Look up Barrow, Alaska. That is a Barrel? F- Barrow. Barrow. It's now called Utjaktvik or something. They nope. changed it back to a to a, a, a name from before. Um, it says Indigenous that uh, people in that town will not see the sun for sixty seven days at all during the winter. Okay, so that makes sense. Um, and then in the summer they have eighty days of uninterrupted daylight. Wow, isn't that where they filmed the proposal in Barrow? Well, uh, Alaska. Oh, where know. they had the the sunlight situation like that with oh, uh, really? what's her name that won an Oscar for the Blind Side, um, Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock and uh, Ryan Reynolds. Okay, Never mind. It, it, I, takes, it, it takes place. Yeah, when they go to visit his family or her family, they had to put the blinds down because they went to sleep in broad daylight oh, yeah. because it was I think Alaska. Interesting. Okay, I've yeah. experienced like an eleven p.m. sunset, but I've never seen the twenty four hours. But that makes sense. Like Barrow is like. On the northern shore of Alaska And it's like an oil town I think I think people go up there because they work But there's like direct flights from Anchorage every day In Alaskan Airlines um, And I actually had a flight booked there at one point But it was like just as Alaska had reopened up from COVID And the people who owned the motel we were staying at Told us not to come mm. Which I don't think was legally binding But I didn't want to show up to a place where people were like Don't come Yeah I was like, that, that could get weird. That's a bad vibe. Turn into a true detective episode. That's a terrible vibe. Un- under the quick facts for uh, for Barra, and how do you pronounce the, the what it's called now? Utyatvik. 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 Can you try to do it? I think it's Utyatvik. Instead of Utyatvik. I'll look that up in a second, but under quick facts, it says just under the category nighttime, it says two months of ominous darkness every winter. <laughs> that's one of their like google general facts google even having some fun with it well dude me and my boy are trying to hit up niggy vic put that's one of the restaurants there that's a restaurant there Ni- niggy vic put n-i-g-g-i-v-i-k-p-u-t one sec i'm looking up the pronunciation first. one one thing at a time <laughs> we got okay so wait take your stab at it okay guys everyone listening it's you it's spelled u-t-q I, which I've never seen without a U, U T Q I A G V I K. Utiatvik. I'm not looking at the pronunciation. Utkiagvik. And this is it. Oh, Julia, you're pretty close. I actually think you said it right. Really? Honestly, dude, in the past eight, I completely forget how you both sort of, of us then it. also just said it right too. Yeah, because I'm looking at it, um, like I'm not looking at the the coded part, but I'm reading off of it. I think You're you just, just going said it based off of how I spell. Yeah, but I'm reading off of it. I think you would have said it better if you here. Do you are, do you remember how how they said it already? Do you forget already? Uh, I couldn't even really here, hear. Try. It. I got close. I think you. I give you the, 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 the W on that one, Lynch. Thank you. Same way you give me uh, Aruba. I'll give you Aruba. Um, Nigi right. Vicput. What's the restaurant? Nigi Vicput. <laughs> me and my boy who came with me to Alaska was like, bro, we got to go ball out of Nigi Vicput. <laughs> <laughs> How did he find out about this place? I don't know. We were like looking it up and it's just such a like funny sounding name that we're like. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's worth the trip. But yeah, dude, it's it's like flat and cold and it is like the top. I've still have never been to the Arctic within the Arctic Circle. I got pretty close. I was like two and a half hours away from Fairbanks. Mm. Uh, they have taco in, bowls in the interior of Alaska. But Alaska, man, what a cool place. If you ever get a chance to go, you got to go. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like one thing go, to go back to the sleep thing, like if I get eight and a half, it's not enough if I haven't been getting enough in general. 
It, like mm-hmm. sleep aggregates for me. So like eight and a half is really good if I've been sleeping solidly. Mm-hmm. But like, for example, if I've been doing seven consistently, I'm probably good. But then if I throw all five in there, I'm like kind of screwed. Yeah. But I func- I definitely function worse on five than I used to. But I think even then it was like a grind. I just like to be comfortable. And like the more rested I am, the more focused I can be, the the uh, le- the less anxiety I have. Like I just feel better. And I, as I get a little bit older, I realize that instead of looking to feel as good as I can, the way I did when I was younger, I now want to feel as good as I can for the longest period of time. Mm-hmm. So like partying is less... Uh, intriguing uh, and I think this is a normal progression for people as they get into my age range it's mm-hmm. like being awake early starts to feel good I don't know yeah I used well, to go pretty hard well with the late night shows that you're doing on the weekends I know you've been cutting back on drinking lately because so I know you cut back during the week I haven't been drinking I mean like I, throughout the month I probably had like I've never had more than two or three in a night mm-hmm. um, and that and the only time I've had maybe more than two there might have been one time in the month of January. Other than that, it'll be like one. And I probably only drank like a moment where I drank alcohol. It probably only occurred three times the entire month. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't really done much to be honest. Like other than I feel pretty good. Yeah. And I'm not like when I'm drinking a lot, chances are there's just like chunks of time where I'm eating too much also. Yeah. Which can be a dangerous game because then you just build up this big appetite. That's hard to get rid of even when you're not drinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. anyway, but I'll say this, dude, I struggle still with the relationship between a long road weekend, doing activities. I don't like sitting around, focusing enough on my set and my material, and then being able to function in the rest of my life. So let me walk you through this. So Springfield, Missouri. Great shows, by the way. Thank you to everybody who came out to Blue Room. Great club. Um, really, really fun. Nice little city, right? So anyway, we flew. We fly into Kansas City. Thursday night because if I have four shows like two Friday two Saturday whatever and I'm flying to that I like to be there the night before it's nice like because if you fly in the day of your show it's responsible to leave early in the morning because if your flight gets delayed or there's weather or whatever you'll still make it on time to your show now if you have a 7 a.m. flight or an 8 a.m. flight you're waking up at an unusual time which fucks your shit up dude it fucks up your digestion you just like feel like shit you're like mm-hmm. running on fumes, you know what I mean? Which is not a good feeling. So I'm I'm like, okay, I'll get there the day before. So we did that. We went to Kansas City and I did a bunch of fun Kansas City stuff. We went and we got Joe's barbecue. We tried Slaps first, which was like the one that came the most highly recommended. When we got there, it was close. Then we went to Joe's. We went to the original one that's connected to the gas station, which everybody said that was the move. We got burnt ends, just some sort of like steak tip sort of situation. Very unique, very delicious, amazing meal. It was Josh's birthday. We were having a good time. Then we went to this place of the ship. We had one drink. um, And then we headed down to Kansas City. Had a great time, right? So theoretically, that's fine. But it's like a three-hour drive. Mm -hmm. So a three-hour drive after the dinner. After dinner. And and the cocktail. Correct. And everything. Okay. Three-hour drive. We get in, whatever. Next day. Now... You know, that's a bit of a solid travel day. Like the Kansas City flight's not far, but it's like two and a half, whatever. Like You're on a plane. It's a travel day. Right. right. Travel day is a travel day, yeah. Which can be tiring. So that next day, I feel the need to go see a bunch of National Park shit, right? Which turns into like 100 miles of driving, which is crazy. I know that. You know what I mean? But like, I can't not do it. So I just don't know what to do, bro. Like, I guess I just need to accept the fact that I'm going to come back from the weekend exhausted. Yeah. Because I went I went to George Washington Carver's birthplace. Okay. Which also walks you through sort of his life and stuff. George Washington Carver was sort of like a renowned scientist, civil rights activist. Um, you know, I think he's famous for experimenting with peanuts. He called it like the most versatile vegetable or something. Anyway, just hearing which yeah, right? I was like a hero to some, a villain to Hill Dog. Uh, but they they had this yeah. nice little movie. There was like a nice little nature path, and you kind of saw some of these noteworthy spots where he, the house he would have lived in, etc. So, and dude, very inspiring. I mean, when he was eight years old or something, or he may even be younger, he walked like ten miles to move to go so he could go to school. There wasn't like a school near him, and he he was born into slavery, and then I think we need to check the specific timelines on all this stuff, but. Anyway, so he experienced all this stuff, you know, slavery, uh, the sort of post-slavery era, 
in the South into Jim Crow into, and like, you know, this guy becomes this renowned scientist during this time. And he's traveling to go give these speeches and he has a first class train ticket. They won't let him in the first class cabin. He's at this thing to give a speech. They won't let him eat dinner in the normal place. He has to eat dinner in the kitchen. Like just getting curved his whole fucking life, dude. He got into college. He showed up to college. Like, Oh, you're black, dude. You can't come here. After he got in, he was, he was accepted to the college easily arrived and like, Oh, sorry, dude, you, you're not allowed to come here. So anyway, like hearing all this story, all the stories about this and the way that he was able to sort of like get through all this shit with a smile on his face is just pretty incredible and inspiring. So anyway, glad I went right. Mm-hmm. Then I went to this battlefield. That was great. How far away was the battlefield from so we can look George it up. Washington? So Carver we're spot. in, we're in Springfield, Missouri. Look up George Washington Carver national historic. Yeah. One second. I'm trying to find out if he was born into slavery or okay. not. Well, just look up the day, like the date. When was he born? Uh, he was born in 1864. Okay, so I guess not. So he, I guess slavery had just been abolished when he was born. Um, but that era. Okay. And um, where where is this battlefield? Uh, because well, maybe this is, maybe we should just stick to one place. I agree. So the other thing too about two places is that you don't even, if you do both in the same day and you have other things to do that day, you can't possibly do all the stuff you should be doing uh-huh so i i hit the carver one pretty hard like i felt good about it but wilson's creek had all these great trails to walk and it was like kind of gloomy in a way that i was kind of charming uh and there was like great nature to be seen and it was a cool i could have spent three hours there and instead i only spent like half an hour which to me is a bummer but like when's the next time i'm gonna be in springfield missouri you know what i mean so it's like tough it's a tough balance between those two things and then i have two shows that night too so it's an hour drive between Carver and uh, Wilson's Creek. Okay. And, and then in relation to where I was, Springfield also. So you go from Springfield to Diamond to Wilson's Creek back to Springfield. Do you have two and a half hours? Yeah. Two hours and 26 minutes? I have two hours and 34 minutes. Okay. 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 We're on the same page. So that, I mean, and as far as the mileage goes, let's say around 150, 150 mile round trip. Yeah. But yeah, as efficiently as possible, right? Yeah, but you're you're saying though that you're still waking up like you're still a little groggy and you're not getting enough rest. Like I'm waking up, early, I'm waking up early to do this because I'm like I want to make sure I take a nap before the show. Mm-hmm. But, what but that's the equivalent of like flying early, the day of a show. I know you get to wake up a little bit later, but I mean you're also going to be working later, so like it equates. I feel like pretty equally. Agreed. Like I I don't fully agree, but like I I we brought this up because. We need to solve this and it is too much. Ultimately Mm -hmm. it doesn't affect the show, but it affects me in the aftermath. So Mm -hmm. it aggregates. So it's going to affect you the following Tuesday. Exactly. When you need a good night's sleep because you have a lot of stuff to do. So it comes back to haunt you. Yes. And I work well, like if I'm just at home working by myself, Hill dogs back in the office now, like there's this thing for ADD called body doubling which means that just by having another person there, you work better, mm-hmm. which I think is real. And it, it has proven to be real for me. So if I'm not like super well rested, I don't work well at home, like doing the shit I need to do. I procrastinate like really bad. And I'm like, dude, Jesus, get mm-hmm. it together. Um, to the point where I, I, if I forget to do the Isabella trick, then I might not be able to get anything done in the morning. The Isabella trick is you set your alarm for 30 minutes before you wake up, pop an addy. And then set your alarm for a half an hour later. Why is that called the Isabella trick? Because the person who I know who showed me that is named Isabella. Mm. Um, so anyway, dude. So I do this whole thing. I do the shows. They're, they're great. I go home in the afternoon to take a nap. I can't fall asleep. I did lay down. I got in my like comfortable position too, which is like better than not getting in the comfortable position, but nowhere near as good as taking a real nap. And what is that? Like laying on my stomach. I used to like tuck my arm, but since I fucked my shoulder up, I trained myself to sleep with my arm at my side. Mm-hmm. And I've successfully done that. And you're on your stomach? Yeah. On the stomach, face on the side of the pillow. Great hotel too. They like set us up. Blue Room treat, treated me really well. They put me in the, probably the nicest hotel I've ever been put in, in a, on a road weekend by a comedy club. I think it was called Hotel Van Devort or something. Gorgeous. Like really, really nice. Um, so and I, I would say I have like a 10% success rate of attempting to nap and actually falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Do you nap? No, unless I really need it, which yeah. is rare. Yeah. And it's, it's on days where my body catches up with me and I really, really need it. Totally. So the next day I signed up for a yoga class, at new, a gentle yoga class. 
You just can't not do anything. I know. You just I can't, can't do nothing. I can't do it. Why can't you just do nothing for a little bit? I don't know. Um, I apologize. My tone sounds condescending. I'm just so curious. How, no, bro. I brought how this you up. You have no chill. You're fine. You're fine. I have no, I have no chill. Yeah. You have no chill. Just None. chill. I know. Gilly's, you need it. You said that you need it. Just chill. Lay, lay in the bed and rent a movie. Dude, I know. I know. It's crazy. Um, and, you know, didn't really drink the night before. So that was fine. But still, like, not enough sleep. So went to yoga. And then from yoga, I was like, oh, like, I heard the Bass Pro Shops here is insane. I need to go there and, like, make a video, which which turns into being more tiring because you're, like, filming everything because you want to make it into a video. And then I get back, and the shows were started at 6.30, so they were early. So I like to get there early. So before you know it, show time again. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, uh, we had to drive 180 miles to Kansas City and then 180 mile drive back to Kansas City but I wanted to go to another national park site on the drive back to Dude. Dude. So that's three? So we did three. Yeah, I went to uh, Harry Truman's house in sort of the suburbs of Kansas City. It's, it's not. It's in Independence, Missouri. And I learned some interesting stuff. He was the first pre- He's the only president that did not own a home until after he got out of the White House. Interesting. And also kind of came from like a non-political background. Like he ended up being a senator and holding all this office. But like when he was younger, he tried to open a clothing store like, and it like failed. Mm-hmm. And he also knew his wife since he was in kindergarten. Like kind of an interesting, charming story of how he like ended up becoming the president. That's a um, cute way to get in there. Yeah. But anyway, you know, cool, worth doing. How long uh, were you there for? Not long. And it was one of those things too where I didn't do it as well as I, as I should have or could have. Like... One of the houses that was part of the site, you can kind of go in and poke around. The other one, you need to do the guided tour, which to me, guided tours of the insides of houses, it's a tough sell. It takes a really long time and you learn some interesting facts, but a lot of the time the furniture isn't even always the original furniture. So it's like, what's the point of being mm-hmm. in here? So I didn't feel too bad about that. He, there was also a farmhouse that they owned that was part of the site that was elsewhere. So I didn't get to go to that. I was happy we did it, but again, like leaving earlier because of that whatever and like the airport experience was nice where you know you i was able to lounge and like relax a little bit we got there early but still monday i'm exhausted today i'm still exhausted and i'm like this is stupid Mm -hmm. you know so what are you willing to do to not feel as exhausted moving forward because you're 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 saying that you we've established that you're exhausted and you know that going to three places might be why you're exhausted. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to maybe cut back to just two? So, yeah, that's the thing. I know how to fix this, and that is to stop doing this shit on tri- on work trips. But you have no chill. I have no chill. And you I inherited that from chill. Big G. Really? Big G has no chill. Would he try to squeeze in uh, as much as possible uh, in, in little trips that you would do? Big G is like this, but this is what this is the difference. Big G wakes up and he goes, 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 goes. He's constantly doing shit that he doesn't need to do. He'll be like doing yard work that doesn't need to be done. He'll be doing stuff the entire day. And then he crashes and burns at night. Mm-hmm. And they'll sit down and watch a movie. And like sometimes he'll just like fall asleep during the movie. I don't have the luxury of being able to turn it off at night. So Big G wakes up with a full tank because he sleeps enough. Mm. He wakes up, rips it, goes to bed. I wake up. And rip it and then rip it at night too. And eventually I burn out. And it's sort of this annoying cycle where like some days I'm really productive and other days I'm like, how is it that I can't do anything? Yeah. Like Hill Dog, Hill Dog is styling me for my special, by the way. 16th of February. I hope you guys are there in Chicago, down theater. Um, Hillary's styling me and she'll buy the clothes and she'll be like, can we try these on? And I'm like, I, I like can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do it. Nate, you need to get so so in order to continue being able to do this, maybe you need to, you know, continue pushing forward and getting more and more successful, making more money so that you can afford to have a lifestyle in which there's one day a week in which you completely insulate yourself and you mm. don't do anything and you just rest. I know. And maybe that is what will set you up for success and the amount of rest that you get in the one day that you actually don't do anything besides eat sleep and shit you can aggregate into your other right. you know allocate uh I just because you said aggregate it got me so excited to say aggregate but <laughs> allocate to these other days in which you right. need extra boosts of energy you totally. should just like lock yourself in your room one day a week dude yeah. that's a luxury i feel like that that would be a good way to continue that lifestyle of checking off every single place possible off your list 
So a hundred percent. But I, I think about this sometimes too, though. I'm like, okay, like maybe you should stop comparing yourself to the way other people function because while you feel very incapable in some departments, I also am able to do things that are sort of like sick in a way that are, that I don't want to say extraordinary and that's giving myself too much credit, but like what other person do you know that attempts these sort of things? Like nobody. Mm-mm. Right. So it's like, okay, I at least get that out of it. But that is also what I would say back to myself is like, who cares, dude? Like you want to be able to like do basic stuff at home too. Mm-hmm. Especially one day you're going to have kids. Like you're just not going to be able to fucking take care of them because you were in Barrow. You were in Yachtvik. Yeah. You had to go to Ice Alaska. fishing because you had to before you die. Mm-hmm. I don't Yeah, You'll find a happy medium. It's a balance. But yeah. right now is a great time to start experimenting with you know, eliminating some things. Mm-hmm. And then by the time that you have kids, you will have a better system that's been in place for a little while. Right, right. So you just need to develop just a little bit of chill. A little bit of chill. Yeah, just one out of five situations, have some chill on it and maybe veto uh, a trip or something. Dude, I don't know about you. If I'm going for a long drive or a walk or if I'm sitting down editing or going through emails, I love throwing a pouch in the lip, dude. Yeah, you go on four, five, ten-hour drives. I go on long drives. Yeah, you're a long driver. Many drives. Many. In fact, recently I was driving from Kansas City to Springfield, which is 180 miles, which is not close. Uh, How do you keep yourself busy? You throw in a pouch, my boy. And that's why you need Lucy's Breakers. Oh, Oh, that's where you're going with that. (laughs) I guess we were going there. You need Lucy's Bees. Uh, to feed your needs 100% Lucy breaker throw it in there give it a nice little pop uh, the liquid inside the pouch makes it hit a little quicker and in my opinion a little smoother they have both four and eight milligram strengths uh, and they have all sorts of flavors including some of the classics you know like mango which is kind of a fan favorite for everybody as well as apple ice or espresso which are kind of some of the unique ones i like the espresso it goes down nicely with the That's coffee nice. in my opinion it's also tobacco free and 100 percent pure nicotine there you go we love that we yeah. love to hear that you know no none of the bs Mm-mm. let's get right to business here folks <laughs> break up your dusty gas station pouches and go to lucy.co slash oops and use promo code oops to get 20 percent off of your first order lucy offers free shipping and has a 30-day refund policy if you change your mind, that's lucy.co and use code oops to get 20% off and always free shipping. I bet you, uh, because you go on your long drives, you pop in a Lucy Breaker. I bet the people that are delivering the Lucy Breakers pop in a Lucy Breaker that while they're delivering sense. it. So just be excited for them because the people that are shipping it to you are going to be able to enjoy the product that you're about to receive when you get it. And here comes the fine print, Julia. Here it comes. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age and every order is age verified. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. So this is the other thing I'll say, man. If I could get better at napping, it might change the game for me. And I'm trying to think of like, what are the barriers for me as far as napping goes? And I'll say this, when the stakes are a little bit higher, I'm more likely to be able to do it. Like if I'm afraid of the outcome of not taking a nap, I'm more likely to get one in. Mm-hmm. Meaning, let's say I'm hungover and I have shows coming up. And I'm like, if I don't nap, these shows are going to suck so bad that I'm afraid of what that's going to even be like. So even if I don't fall asleep right now, I will not check my phone for the next two hours. I will sit here with my eyes closed for two hours on no matter what until that alarm goes off. I will not look at anything. And like that turns into falling asleep a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to just start approaching all nap time like that. I don't know. That's Try something. it out. That's something. Try it out. That's a good place to start. But agreed, dude. Like um, I get too I get too anxious and I try to do too much and then I suffer. I hear you on that. I fantasize about having a day where, not obviously incubating myself, but like having a day where you have no plans and and just catching up on rest. And then once you finally get that day that you've been fantasizing about forever, you're just longing to do anything but that. Right. You plan this out, but you don't realize like what that's going to feel like once Mm -hmm. you do it. There'll be nights, there'll be an occasional Friday night where I have nothing going on and Victoria has plans that I can't be a part of. Because that's just how a healthy relationship is. Like, I just can't go with her. And <laughs> Do you uh, want to go? No. Like, she'll... No. 
Sometimes I do. <laughs> like la- last night I got kicked out of the apartment because she had book club. But oh, yeah. that was okay. That, that were, I had stuff to do. If but, you had read the book, would you be allowed to do book club? I think so. Or you're so. not invited? I think I could because all of Vic's friends are kind of my friends. So it's all chill. But like there were like eight girls over last night and I get back to the apartment and I'm walking down the hallway and from a distance it's like 9.30 p.m. and I just hear and I walk in and they're just they're just a bunch of chatterboxes just just going off they're not even talking about the book they're talking about drama <laughs> and all this stuff and and I walk in and I'm just like ah but um Besides the point, there's nights where I can't be involved with Vic, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to watch, uh, I'm going to watch uh, this new movie that I've been looking forward to. I spend way too much time watching the trailers and reading a pre-viewing analysis on it, the same way you would maybe for catching up on a season of a show. And then I'm like, all right, you have nothing to do. All you have to do is sit on the couch and watch the movie, and then I will find, you know, twelve things to do before I give myself the opportunity to do what I want it to do. And so when you want to rest, you probably find 12 to 20 different things to do before you give yourself the chance to nap in which just that's your chance. And then you, you swindle it and then Vic comes home and then I'm like getting just through the opening credits and then I stay up way too late and I had this opportunity to do it. You You had the opportunity to nap. Just got to do it and you got to put the phone away. That really helps too. That's a good, um, that's a good move is to like give yourself like no phone time during the day for a couple of hours so you can really for zone a nap out specifically. Yeah. For a nap or, or for focusing or anything. Yeah. So like my, so two things. So first of all, one thing that will derail me is if I think of something important that I can't forget mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, you need to look at your phone to, to write that in your calendar or whatever. And then you see a message and you're like, oh shit, which makes you think of something else. You then look at an email, you then look at Instagram before you know it. And that'll happen to me like multiple times. So the fix for that, and I've used this before when I've went through a period where the phone was like keeping me up way too long. So I put it in the other room, pen and paper. Mm-hmm. You write down whatever you thought of on the pen and paper and it doesn't have the same residual damage the way that having a look at your phone does yeah. in case you're looking for uh, a secret there, but read the like logging off being off the grid. Zach Ray, who shoots all my travel shit. He does this thing where he occasionally will have an entire day with no phone. That's so hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's uh, I, I think that's awesome. The idea hot. of it doing it. I don't know if I could hot. I love that bro. He like looks forward to it in a way where like he would probably laugh at this. I would argue like he's longing for it too much. I'm like, bro, just submit to the new world order, man. The phones aren't that bad. Like they're all, they're all, they're ultimately great. Mm, I might have to give that a try, dude. Yeah. That, that sounds fantastic. The, the pen and paper next to the bed thing. It's a good one. That was, that was a, I did that a couple times cause I'd have ideas for things and there's nothing worse. And we talked about it waking up and forgetting this oh, crazy dude. idea that you thought would change your life. The money maker. And sometimes it does. Yeah. And I, uh, but I'm a lefty. And I smudge on the pen and we just got white sheets. So Victoria won't allow it. So uh, another tip, because I know you have the Apple watch. I set up on my home screen. My watch is dead. But uh, the voice recorder and I will just uh, instead of even needing to write something down, I, I tap the button and then I record a note or an idea. And my favorite thing about that is that it also captures like your cadence and like your tone and so you you'll remember whatever the the idea is better because you're recording how you feel in the moment as you're saying it as opposed to like um pen and paper in which you might forget what you were thinking or how you were thinking about it before interesting but uh both don't require the phone does yours have the phone plan on it no i don't pay for any i don't pay for yeah i have the capability but i don't do it because what does that do just you can you can leave without it and listen to music. No, and, and like and like take calls. Oh, without your phone. It's kind of sick, but it is sick. The one problem with the watch is that if you don't have it on DND, like the watch pinging you notifications make can potentially make you on your phone more. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's ultimately fine. Yeah. That is cool. Taking the phone, uh, taking a call on your watch. It's, it's giving uh, Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> that, that movie. It is that movie giving Cody Banks. It's giving Agent that was Cody a banger, Banks. dude. Yeah. Um, can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay, so real quick before that question, yeah. I just want to shout out Essential Yoga Studio in Springfield, Missouri. If you're looking for a yoga class, had a great time there. And it, I realized it was random to be like from out of town going to a yoga class. Like some older lady started talking to me and it was like fascinating to her that I was 
from New York. She's like, what are you doing here? Sorry, what were you going to ask me? I went to a Starbucks to work on some jokes before an open mic the other day. And I don't really go to Starbucks when I'm in Brooklyn because like very judgy. Not supposed to go to Starbucks in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very like, like, yeah, you're very, like a, you're a hack. Yeah, it's very, it's, you get the most pretentious looks from people because there's funny. so many local coffee shops and you got to support them. They are also better. No offense. To they Starbucks. are. They are. Starbucks is solid in a pinch, but exactly. It's, it's consistent. It's solid. And, uh, I was in Manhattan, so I didn't feel, uh, ashamed to go there. And it was right by where I, where the, the mic was. So I, I go into Starbucks. And I buy my coffee and then I go to find a seat. And this particular Starbucks, like they only had furniture that was like glued to the walls. You know what I'm talking about? It was like gutted out. There probably were chairs there. It wasn't that small. Like there was definitely space for like tables and stuff. Like it was like a Starbucks where like something bad happened. Like something must have happened in which they would need to remove the furniture. Like what? I like I don't know. Like like some like a flood or like a big fight, like, or maybe some like bad behavior frequently happens at this particular Got Starbucks. It. So they want less and less people less around there. Like, yeah. cause it definitely, ha- there was so much space that they, they could have had like five or six more tables, but like, I just, I just got the vibe that like something happened. Got it. And so I was limited to only a couple of options. So I buy my coffee, I have my notebook and then I'm scanning the coffee shop and all the tables are filled and everyone has their coffees. And from what I could tell or assume They were pretty filled up, so it was safe to assume that I wasn't going to be able to get a table for a while, which makes the whole point of going to Starbucks redundant. But I saw one woman, and she was sitting at a table, and she didn't have a coffee cup. She didn't have, like, a muffin or anything. I thought about whether or not I should be able to, like, share the table with her because I bought a coffee, and she doesn't have anything. How much seating was there? There was probably, like... Everything was like against benches, against the wall. So so, so, the, so everything was filled, but this was an opportunity of a place that you theoretically could have sat at. I just felt like if I bought a coffee, she has nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I feel like I deserve the table because I'm paying my ticket. And like she may have bought a coffee, but then she threw it out. And at which point, get the fuck out. <laughs> and so I, I sat next to her and uh, she was she had this whole like a table this size, this size right here, like this big circle table. She had the whole thing to herself. You easily could have shared it with somebody. Um, but she had her bags all around it and stuff. And she wasn't waiting on her husband or wife or kids to get coffee. How for much her. shit did she have? She had like two bags. She had like a backpack and then she had like a big tote that was overflowing. Like, I don't know. And she looked like she looked like she was like around our age. Like she okay. was she looked with it. She didn't look like she was traveling to the city. Got she it. looks like she knew what she was doing by like claiming this table. Got it. So I sat right next to her uh, or next Just to her bag in a chair on with- the same bench. The bench kind of curved around. Okay. And I looked at her and I just put my cup on the on the table. And then I kind of just like I moved the table just a little bit towards me. And I just took over the table. Wow. And I felt like, is that is that wrong? Is it her table? I know it's I feel like it's more. So the bench is the only mine. seating. Yeah, it was a curved bench. It's basically like it's basically yeah. like this couch right here. So I yeah, I think you are well within your rights to sit down at the table. And you, you like you might be just like, hey, do you mind if I join you? And like, I think that's completely normal. And she would have been like, yeah, probably. <laughs> I didn't think to like talk to her, <laughs> but um, um, I don't see any situation where that person would give you a hard time mm-hmm. in that scenario. It's an insane move to pull the table closer to yourself. I know. I felt <laughs> I was nervous before doing it, but like, I was like, I need, I've, I have an hour before I have a thing I need to do. And I came here to do this and you don't have anything like you. Why are you here? And yeah. so I was, I, I felt a little bad about it. I felt a little bad about it, but at the same time, like, like you can't just sit here and do nothing. Okay, but bro, so she can, but she can't, this this is how I see it at least, she can sit there and do nothing, however, she has to be okay with other people joining her. Yes. In which ended up happening and being fine. Yeah. But like, yeah, she has the right to sit there if she doesn't have any items. Yeah. Like you said, she may have just thrown it out. She may have had one before, maybe she didn't, whatever, but like, as long as you can still sit... It's not a problem. But the table, okay, yeah, the sitting is fine, but the table, she's taking over a whole table and she's not using it she, just, to, just to rest her elbows. All right, but she hasn't taken it over. There's still, like, it, but you were not prevented from sitting there, right? Were the bags the preventing bag, you from sitting closer to the table? The vibe that I got was like, this is my table and these bags, and I should have just asked, but this is, I just go off the vibe. Nowhere anyway. else to sit. There's no, 
all the other seats were taken. Yeah. Everyone had cups of coffee, books, laptops, iPads. Everyone's doing their own thing. Everyone's everyone earned their table. Where this, was this location? Do you remember? This was uh, it was right outside the subway station. I think Fourteenth uh, Street Union uh, Station, Union Square, Union Square. I know the it, one you're talking. It was about. right outside Fifteenth Street on Park Avenue. Yes, I know it. So I just, I, yeah, I, I, um, you know, if, but like if you go to a restaurant, like, like think about this, you go to a restaurant and like a sit down restaurant, you finish your meal, you pay for it, you leave. Coffee shops are not, desi- are designed for hanging out though, bro. Just saying. I, I just feel like it's like a, it's like the, it's like the unofficial code. Like if she had an empty cup and it was there on the table, that would have made me much less likely, right. uh, much more, much, much less much more less likely. I know it doesn't sound about much more less likely to approach her and try to take take the table. Much, because, I think much less likely would have just worked. Potentially. Much less. Much less likely, right? I don't know because much and less are contradicting. Much less. More or less. Much less. Much. Much less. Much less. Yeah. Much, it was much mu- less likely for me to to go over there and try to claim her table if she had a coffee cup. Right. 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 You think she was taking advantage of the ability to hang out in the coffee shop, which is probably why they removed a bunch of tables to begin with. Exactly. If they had done that. Yes. Yeah, stuff happened there. Yeah. And so I just, and you know, if, if, you know, she wasn't, she was, she wasn't, she wasn't like down on her luck. That's what I was, She yeah. didn't look like a, she was traveling and was like tired of walking 12 miles. Like she looked like, I don't know. She just looked like, like a, a person that lives in New York that was kind of just, didn't you know, give take, a fuck. didn't give a fuck, taking advantage of it. Trying and to so, occupy more space than made sense yeah. and not caring. And I made all these inferences in my mind and I should, I could have just asked her, but I felt like it was totally fine for me to take over the table. Well, you felt like she was being the aggressor by setting up the way that she did. That's how I built her you in felt my mind. The, you felt the need to aggress back. Yeah. Um, and then she left which is not after after not. a couple of minutes. Interesting. She left and she walked away with just her bags and nothing else because that's prop maybe all she came in with. You suspect she never had anything. Yeah. You you don't think she bought anything? I don't think so. Yeah. Cuz like I I would I would you know not a napkin, not nothing. There was Didn't nothing look down on her luck at all. Just looked like she was killing some time. Was she young? Yeah, she was like right she was like maybe like early 30s, late 20s in her 30s or 20s like I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I'm, I was like, I'm not going to just, I was like, I'm not going to not sit at a table because I came here to do something. I spent $8 on this fucking coffee and uh, like move over. I, I prefer not sitting at like the communal lunch table type table yeah. as well. I uh-huh. prefer not to, but like if it's freezing cold outside or something and I really want to have it then like I will then do what you did, except I probably would have just asked, but yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. Probably could. I build, I build these enemies in my mind, <laughs> and it's not, it's not that healthy. But like, yeah, I like, I don't know. I did feel good when I put my coffee cup down. I will be honest with you nice about that. Good. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, take that. yeah, yeah. Nice, so I did feel good about that at least. But um, yeah, well, yeah. What else is new? <laughs> well, Ryan, I'm happy that you're out there fucking causing problems. Sometimes you got to cause problems. Yeah, and uh, it's no big deal. Julia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ryan. Bananas come in pairs. Bananas come in pairs. So do bears. Bears come in pairs. Bears come in pairs. So do pears. Pair a pair of pears. A pair of pears. With a pair of bears. A pair of pears. Yeah. What about a, what about a pair of underwear? And a pair of underwear that pairs well with your partner, dude. And that that fit in perfectly to our rhyme scheme right there. <laughs> I don't know if you even realized what you had just done. I don't. I'm not sure. Bear pair underwear. Oh wow! I know. I know. Look at us go. Look at us go, guys. Me wow. Undies has wonderful matching underwear sets uh, for you and your loved ones. Oh, yeah, that's where we're going with that. Uh, that is exactly where <laughs> we're going with that. Me Undies is a lot of fun. Look, this Valentine's Day, make sure you're looking good. Mm-mm-mm. As a man, you might want to try out that contoured pouch and ball caddy situation. Really present what you got well, put it on a pedestal, fluff it up, and make it look the way it's intended to look. To get your partner's mouth watering. You're holding a pair holding right the there. I'm holding a pair right now, pal. A clean pair. Can you pass that pair over? This is a clean pair of the standard boxer brief situation from me, Undies. It's beautiful. It's soft. I love holding it. It feels comfortable. It feels Commentary. like a blanket. You want to touch it? Please. Go ahead. Thank you. Give it a touch. Yeah, these are the best. Um, if you haven't gotten your pair by now, you, you got to head over to me, Undies. This is, <laughs> this is some of the best 
stuff. One of the best partners that we've had the chance to work with. Here You're go. great. Uh, and they got everything you need. They got basics. They have fun stuff. You can get matchy matchy with it. You can get some, you know, good presentation for what you're working with down there, as well as some great novelty items, jock straps, thongs, all sorts of fun designs. You can find them at Me Undies right now. So this Valentine's Day, good things come in big packages at mm. Me Undies. Get 20% off of your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash oops. That's MeUndies.com slash oops for 20% off plus free shipping. Me Undies, comfort from the outside in. All right, so there's this there's this Bad Bunny song that came out. My friend Carlos told me the story, so I don't know for sure if it's true, but if it is true, it's amazing. So there's a music video. It's this group called Grupo Frontera and Bad Bunny, and they I believe they're Mexican and they kind of they wear cowboy hats and they play sort oh, of cool. like a spinoff of like traditional like Mexican band music. I don't know what the genre is specifically, but if you saw them doing it, you'd know what I'm talking about probably. Uh, and they did a remix of this song with Bad Bunny. So in the music video, they look so excited that Bad Bunny's in their song. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I would be too. That's so cool. But I'm surprised at how genuine the excitement and surprise is because clearly they would have already recorded the song. Maybe they're just putting it on for the vibe of the video, right? Um, and my friend told me this, which made this exciting. Now, mind you, this group... The year before, they were sort of like all working side jobs, these guys. One was like a used car salesman. One was doing like bar mitzvahs. Like they were doing a bunch of like other stuff that wasn't being in this band and performing. This was like a side gig for them. And now they've become this huge group. They may or may not have already been huge when this song came out. I think they were probably already, they must have been progressing in that direction if Bad Bunny collabed with them or something, right? But the reason why they were so excited and pumped is because apparently... They didn't know that they they were going to do this with Bad Bunny. They didn't know that Bad Bunny had remixed the song. They didn't know that they were collabing with Bad Bunny. They didn't know he was coming for the video. They didn't know any of this. It was a surprise. So they didn't even know that he touched their They didn't song. know that he knew they, they existed. <laughs> well, okay. All and right. he shows up. And it's all in real time. I, I raw, guess cute yeah little reactions like the song I guess like they were you know I'm thinking about the logistics like you know the song has now been altered because he's in it but mm -hmm. his chunk is confined so like their piece happens his piece then happens so theoretically they don't have to change anything with their performance got it other than just acknowledging where he's about to come in got it so like they don't know this like this is the first time they're seeing any of this or, and like hearing it was that day and, and probably meeting him and seeing him all of it. That's goosebumps, dude. Dude, same. I have the chills. <laughs> I, we have to watch this. We got to watch it right now so that you can then react. In okay, real time cool. Awesome. Perfect, perfect. Because, dude, it's so sick. That is awesome. Yeah, here, That's very wholesome. I want to see it. That's sick, though, right? Dude, that was great. Yeah, we'll <laughs> definitely link that. We just watched it on the big... couch. Just a bunch yeah. of goosebumps going on. That was a big song last summer, but. Anyway, and especially the, the part to me that would have been so cool for me if that was my song and Bad Bunny remixed my song, to hear him do the part that we already did in the song, mm -hmm. like when he does like the chorus or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I would have been like, whoa, that's so sick. Yeah. The guy on the uh, accordion was just like, he had this smile that was just like, when you're watching, you can't not smile. Yeah. It was really cute. That's awesome. That's an yeah. awesome story. So I wonder, yeah, like, Car so that story probably got lost in translation a little, like Scott Carlos told to me, I'm sure there's some nuance to it that I'm missing or like the mm -hmm. timelines are off, but like, regardless, moral of the story, these guys had no idea they were couldn't collab with Bad Bunny and then they did. Mm -hmm. So pretty fucking cool. That was, yeah. And that, the, the song sounds great. Bad Bunny looks amazing, dude. He is like, he looks amazing. He is like, is he still rising? Like he's having Drake level. He's Same. huge. Dude, this song has 700 million views. Yeah. Yeah. Would um, you say that he's surpassing him on a global scale? Like on in, pace to? In individual moments, yeah, but like Drake has has a little longevity and the mm -hmm. like Drake's on a different level just because he's been doing it for 15 years. Yeah. Or not maybe not that long, but like at least more than a decade. And Bad Bunny's kind of newer, so no. Mm -hmm. Like you can't make the comparison yet. Mm -hmm. You ever see those time-lapse videos? It'll be like the top 10 
XYZ of America over the last like 50 years and it'll show these like bar graphs like change over time oh, with the time. You know what like I'm talking Madonna. about? Madonna. No, I yeah. haven't seen that. But that's okay, cool. well, they'll do them and they'll, it'll be like shows like Breaking Bad was like number one in 2008 and it's at the front and Game of Thrones comes and takes over and things like that. I could see Drake being at the top of that and I'd love to see the progression over the last. How long, is this, how long has Bad Bunny been around? Bad Bunny's been big. He's been big only for the past like few years, but like 2016, he like popped off, but he became like mainstream, I would say. We're in the pandemic. Okay, so there, there's going to be a point in the next 15, 20 years where at least at some point for at least a little bit of time, Drake's going to be at the very top, you know, leading the thing. And the reason why I'm doing it so fast because it's like so many years going down the graph and it's going to be Bad Bunny slowly going up and up. And then at one point he's going to pass him and he's going to pass him so far that it's going to get all the like the market share of like listeners that Drake is going to be so small, even though it, he still has so much oh, of the crazy. cap and Bad Bunny's going to be that much bigger. And I could see him there for a long what time. What is the metric? And then I can see them. Uh, it's usually like viewership so, but if or listenership. Stream-wise, I think Bad Bunny did, did more streams than him this year. Yeah. But I think Taylor Swift may have been number one. I don't know. I yeah. forget what the like overall thing is, but... There probably is something like that with Bad Bunny, Taylor, and Drake on it. But like, uh, I'll, I'll search for it. But yeah, or at least I'll show you an example of that kind of graph. But that was the visual, visualization yeah. I have in my mind as I see more and more of Bad Bunny. Yeah. 700 million views on, on a music video. And he has like... and Now, the Latin stuff like gets more YouTube views for whatever reason. I think like that may be a more popular streaming platform for people mm -hmm. in some of those places but like there's a ton of them that have like a, like oh, in the billions mm -hmm. which is fucked up yeah 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 wild, wild. but regardless he is he's a household name all right wrap it up let's take it home uh 13th i am in brooklyn running my show my special one last time before i tape it on the 16th in chicago so come out to that that's uh, at union hall should be a good show i think it's at 10 p.m so uh, pull up for that. That'll be sweet. Uh, at not Julio. I'm dropping the Nicaragua stuff soon after I tape. So look, keep your eyes peeled for that and, uh, email us at oops, or at oops, the podcast for Instagram, but email us oops, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, any of your stuff that you want to talk about, we're happy to chat with you about it and Lynch. Did I forget anything? No skirt skirt. I'm going to be at Julio's taping too. I'm super excited to, to see that Fuck yeah. and, uh, hit me up at Ryan is really polite. With any questions, send us emails. Let me know what you would do in that Starbucks situation. Would you have said something in your mind? Do you think maybe I don't want to say anything? I don't need to say anything because I think about this stuff all the time. And I'd love <laughs> to hear if you guys have similar thought patterns, too. Um, so thanks for listening to us. And we will see you guys next week. Have a good weekend.